Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. It's Bathurst, it's happened, it's here, and it's now. And here we have Thomas Randell joining us on Inside Supercars with Tony Whitlock and Craig Revelle. Thomas, it's finally happened. You didn't think this day was going to come for much of this year, didn't you? No, you're right. Absolutely. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Thanks for having me on the show. It's wonderful for you to be here. Now, you're at Bathurst now. You're in the house with BJR and your your team. Um, Fantastic uh, that you've uh, been able to have a a week at uh, Albury with uh, Brad and Nick and all your team there. It's, uh, It's all been going well, has it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I got to Albury last Thursday and we've just been doing sort of driver change practices and, you know, keeping fit. We did a few couple bike rides and some swimming and, yeah, made our way up to Bathurst yesterday. So, oh, it's been, been really good. You know, I feel very confident coming into this weekend. I mean, it's really the best week, best week of the year for us. So, um, especially for me doing double duty. So it's going to be, yeah, really, really busy weekend. So... Yeah, totally looking forward to it. All right, now I'll just explain for the listeners. The double duty is meaning that uh, Thomas will be defending his lead that he has in the Super 2 title, driving a Matt White prepared Nissan Altima. Um, and uh, you've got two races, one Friday, one Saturday. And these all are interplayed in between all the co-driver sessions you've got. So... You'll be uh, doing plenty of laps of the track, and I imagine you've already have you walked one yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't walked one yet, but I've I've ridden one on my bike. So uh, yeah, it's crazy oh, how okay. how much the elevation is. It you know heading up from well, really exit of turn one all the way up to you know the great. The elevation is just incredible. <laughs> all right. Um, now we've actually had uh, your teammate. That is- Terrific, but he's had the step up, of course. He's filling into Nathan Hearn. Um, it's quite something for him to uh, have this elevation because he's only uh, fairly new to supercars, isn't he? Yeah, no, he is. I mean, it's his Super 2 and you know, he did Super 3 last year. So, um, yeah, certainly a big week for him. So, we'll, yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be my teammate this weekend in, in Super 2s as well. So, I'm sure you'll try and learn, learn a bit off me. So, but yeah, to be going straight into the 1,000 is yeah, big, big step for him. But um, you know, if he just he just uh, keeps his head down and you know takes it takes it one step at a time, builds up to it, he he should be fine. With the Super Twos running, there has been a bit of talk that they should have wrapped up the championship after after Sydney and awarded the the trophies. Uh, you know, we'll water them at Bathurst, but because there's some teams that haven't been able to do the isolation to get to Bathurst, it has uh, made it difficult for for some. Now, obviously, your team's made that big commitment. We've spoken about it before. But uh, what's your thoughts on having this extra race at Bathurst? Uh, well, I mean, it was it was on and off there for, for, for a while. I mean, my, Matt White was saying that it was going to be canned and then uh, – he was going to come back, and I mean, it's, it's great that it's on, but 
there, there has been a big sacrifice for these Super 2s and Super 310s. I mean, it's kind of different for, for supercars because that is their, their job is full-time doing supercars, whereas Super 2, a lot of these guys have other jobs and, um, and they're, away from, well, they're away from their families and just to let us race some cars. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty awesome and um, and can't, can't really thank them enough. We went to just four days of on-track action, but I, I can't imagine that they, they'd do it again. I mean, I, I can't see there being another round this year because the borders between Victoria and New South Wales, I wouldn't think they're going to open up anytime soon and I doubt they'll open up this year. So, yeah. Well, it, um, what do you do? You finish Bathurst? Do you go home, continue his studies at home and, and uh, you know, try and reopen Dream Simulation or do you uh, go back up north and enjoy some more good weather? <laughs> I'd like to go up north, but if I go up north, I'll have to quarantine for two weeks. And if I go back to Victoria, I won't. So, and I haven't seen, look, I haven't seen the family for like 15 weeks now. It's been over over a quarter of a year that I haven't seen my folks. And uh, I've got my new dog, so uh, he he needs, to, he needs to come home. And um, yeah, I'll look, it'd be nice to reopen Dream Simulation, but it, it just can't happen under the current restrictions. So I'm just going to have to face when I get back, I'll be masking up and Staying, staying at home, but uh, it's not going to be too bad when I've got my family around me and got got my dog. So um, yeah, and I've got some other things I've got to organise when I get home. So yeah, I mean, I can't just stay on the road hoping that you know, or thinking that there may be another round. I mean, that's just that's just not logical. I mean, the reason I I went to Queen is that I knew that we had the Bathurst One Thousand, and uh, I had to protect that. But now that you know, there are no other rounds scheduled in. There's really no no point of yeah. There's no point of not not going home, if you know what I mean. So, uh, and look, the team's going to go home. All the Victorian teams will all head home straight after Bathurst, unless there were to be some announcement in the next few days that they were going to do another round somewhere. But I I can't see that happening. Mm. Now, just picking up on a point you said, were you ever concerned that if you didn't get out of Victoria? you might actually lose your drive because of the costs involved in isolating out? Or was that never a question? Well, I, I, was, I think I was just worried that we weren't actually ever going to be able to get out. Because I rang uh, at the time, back in, uh, I think it was end of July, I rang New South Wales, New South Wales Border uh, Services and she didn't have a clear-cut answer for me and I rang Supercars and they, they weren't 100% sure that they could guarantee exemption. Um, so I didn't really want to take the risk that they might say, you know, no, no, no code drives in Victoria because there was only about five of us. So they could have, you know, I'm sure they could have scrounged up some other code drivers from other states if they had to. Um, so I didn't want to, didn't really want that to be on my mind. And the fact that, well, Queensland is no restrictions, so at least I could live my life. Um, and look, it's, I think it's really paid off. I, I haven't had to quarantine at all, and I was able to go straight to BJR when I left Queensland, and we got to do what we needed to do. So it's yeah, been really good, been really good. So life on the road for a uh, race driver in 2020 has been a very different one from one you ever planned, imagined, or, or thought was going to happen. Um, 
Has it? You know, I mean, obviously there are enjoyable parts of it, but have there been any really tough parts to it? Okay, being separated from your family, and and I know that your mother, father, and sister are an important parts of your life. But um, are there many other tougher aspects to this year for you? Oh, look, I mean, if you put it in perspective, probably, well, <laughs> you mean, you, you could really put it in perspective. I mean, there's, there's people that have lost their jobs and really lost their livelihoods and um, people that are, you know, going homeless or nearly going homeless because something that they've they've built up over their entire lives, and be, be it be a business or a brand or whatever it may be, or it could just be a, you know, a, a takeaway food shop or something that kept their family a going for the last 30 years or something, I mean, now, that they can't do that. So if you, if I, if you look at it in that perspective, uh, it hasn't really been too bad. I mean, I've come to go up to Queensland and haven't really had to worry financially, which is not something a lot of people can say. So in that aspect, yeah, I, I can't complain and really being away for 15 weeks is is not really a big deal. I mean, I've, I've been able to speak to my folks every day thanks to, you know, FaceTime and, and all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, it, in terms of health side of things, yeah, certainly that's been a different story this year. But, um, yeah, I've got to do some stuff regarding that when I get back to Melbourne. So that's also another reason why I've got to get back. But, um, yeah, that, that's probably been the hardest part of the year has been having to deal with my health side of things, but at least just this weekend, I don't have to think about that, and I can just focus on on racing around the greatest circuit we have here in Australia, and one of the best in the world. Well, at 11.20, you're in the Super 2, but the the focus, of course, is at 12.45. You're going to be jumping in for your first uh, co-driver session, practice Mm. session. What strategy, what talk about what they want from you in every session has there been up to this point, or is that something that happens later today, early tomorrow morning? Look, we had a bit of a pre-brief last week, but it wasn't too in-depth, um, purely because, well, you can kind of forget a few things from last week to, to this week. I mean, you have the weekend and then spend sort of three days here before we get cracking, so we've got another bit of a pre-brief. But it's really interesting because the weather doesn't look so friendly sort of on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. And the way that the tyre situation is, as you've probably seen, is that because I think some of the big batch of the tyres got held up in a Sydney dock, so the, there's two different types of batches of tyres this weekend of, of slicks. Like, so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, maybe if one batch is, is better than another or I mean, that, that's just going to be something we're going to have to work out. But I think there'll be a few, few set of, sets of green tyres that I'll be able to use, which will be good. So. My, my job is pretty simple, and that's really just try and do what the team asking me. I mean, it sounds simple. It's easier said than done, but I just need to bring the car home in one piece, a very cliche, and just be smooth, consistent, and fast. I mean, how simple how simple can it get, really? How easy is that, right? <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, interesting you talk about those tyres because it sounds like they're going to have the sets broken up. So... The, the yeah, new correct. sets and the old sets are only going to be allowed to u- be used at, at different times of the weekend, which that's, uh, correct. that's going yeah. to be an interesting management job as well. Absolutely. I mean, we've already got so much going on and to, to manage, yeah, which tyres you can lock away for 
certain sessions and which tires you can't. You know, it's, um, you know, I mean, seven practice sessions sounds like a lot, but when you got these extra factors that come into play, yeah, it certainly makes it interesting, but we'll get through it. We'll so, um, you know, Nick's, Nick's ready to go. I'm yeah, very much looking forward to pairing with him. He's, yeah, he's shown he's just been super, super strong and super consistent this year. So, um, yeah, feeling very, uh, very confident coming into this weekend. While you're staying with and uh, travelling with the uh, Brad Jones team, you've obviously gone and checked in with Matty White. Um, they're all set up there uh, in their own special uh, Super 2 area? Uh, I actually haven't caught up with Matt White yet. He didn't, he didn't arrive from Darwin until midnight last night, so I haven't actually had a chance to see oh, okay. running around. Just been running around town doing some errands. Um, so, but I've been I've been in constant contact with him and have unloaded, so they're all good. And uh, I'll be probably seeing him within the next fifteen minutes. But yeah, looking forward to. Well, I'm looking forward to driving both cars. To be honest, I mean I can't wait to see what that mission is like around here, around Mount Panorama, and certainly excited to see what the potential in the in the BJR Commodore as well because that, that's normally pretty strong here. Obviously, they're both built on the same platform. You know, the chassis are the same and they have many elements Correct. that are the same, but the intricacies of the work together is different. Um, can you uh, compare sort of the driving position sort of thing? Uh, uh, do you feel comfortable with both cars or is there one that have a, you have a preference about? Um, oh, I feel really comfortable with both of them. I mean, the Nissan, that's, Exactly set up to how I like it, but the the the, uh, the Commodore is set up how Nick, Nick likes it. But we're very similar height wise, so it actually works out really well. And I, when I drove Nick's Commodore for that uh, session at Taylor and Bend, it felt super comfortable. So there's no complaints there, and it was really good that I got that that session in. Not not so much in terms of lap speed, but just knowing that when I go out on track tomorrow and he's car, I don't have to worry about ergonomics-wise, how that goes against my body and vision and you know, how far the wheel is away and all those sorts of things. I don't have to worry about that now because I know that it's, it's, uh, it's really comfortable. That's one of the terrific things for you is that you're going with two very experienced teams, not only experienced in the championship, but also at Bathurst. Um, Matt White's run cars and run them very successfully for drivers who win championships with Bryce Forward last year. Um, and Brad Jones, it, it's terrific. But even better for you is the fact that you've got a driver um, in, in Nick Perkat who's who's won at Bathurst and had multiple podiums there. It must make you feel very confident um, that you're going to be quite capable of, as many pundits have said, that you guys are certainly one of the, the top choices to uh, to do very well this year. Well, look, I'd like to hope so. I mean... You know, I'm not getting my hopes up because and I'm not underestimating the competition that lies ahead of us, but Nick has shown time and time again that even when he's not in the best car, he can pull a great result. And, I mean, he was in a very good car when he won the, the race back in 2011, but when he's been on the podium uh, in the LDM car and the walking short car, you know, back in 2014 and 2016, I think. I mean, it's been, yeah, quite impressive. So, And now he's in a car that, He's been driving for, well, for four, uh, 
fourth year with um with BJR. So and yeah, really it's yep. been it's his best form getting into the great race. So yeah. Hopefully we can be uh, at the podium from the, from the get go. And comparing the two cars, I mean, do they get speed in very different ways? I mean, I know you haven't been on the same track, and this is a question probably for tomorrow night. Um, but uh, do they get speed in similar ways, or are there little differences that might turn out to be very large differences when you've done a lap of somewhere like Bathurst? Yeah, look, it's hard to compare at the moment. I mean, tomorrow's going to be the best comparison because we're going to be on the same compound and uh, literally be jumping from one to the other within five or ten minutes. So, um, it's hard to say at the moment. When I drove my car last, I was on the soft tyre. So, and I've never drive well. The only time we've driven Super Two on the softs at Sandown, but I've never driven the Nissan on the soft. So, yeah, it's hard to say at the moment. But it's certainly, yeah, it's a different engine package. And I think the engine probably makes power at different, different, you know, torque ranges. So, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll know more uh, as I, yeah. Compare the cars in real time, basically across the weekend. Well, Thomas, it's been wonderful for you to join us. Uh, look, as I can assure you, that uh, Craig and myself we've uh, enjoyed all the times we've spoken to. We hope to be next week talking with you at some stage and potentially as a, a double winner. Um, it's uh, it's been fantastic, and we look forward to. Watching me in my first time as you converted me to a KO subscriber. Um, I'm it. certainly looking forward to watching all those sessions and I'm looking out for you. So, best of luck, Thomas. It's been fantastic. You're joining us on Inside Supercars. Thomas Randall, and all the best in car number eight and Nick uh, Percat and BJR. Thank you for joining us on Inside Supercars. Thanks for having me. Yes, enjoy, enjoy the weekend, guys. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.